And, and speaking of trees, um, for anybody who's new to the area, there are quite a few Christmas tree farms in Stanwood, mm-hmm. um, some of whom I do believe have closed over the past couple of years. But there's still enough of them that if you kind of drive back towards the highway, yeah. um, there's a couple tree farms. And I know moving from the East Coast, we thought that that was really cool, that you can actually, like, they're really growing in the ground and you can <laughs> cut down your own tree um, as opposed to going to like Home Depot and buying right. one, which doesn't seem as fun. So yes. um, do check out the local tree farms or Orchards has them already cut. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to our bonus episode six. This is going to be based on our holiday and winter events here in the Stanwood Camano area. So strap in and get ready for all the great events. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson, and you're listening to the Camino Voice Podcast, where I interview local business owners, comedians, singers, and more. I dive into their backstory to find out how they got where they are, what are some of the tips for you to do the same, and find out where they're going. Tune in every week as I interview more of the people you see every day. All right. Well, I missed two weeks in a row, so that wasn't great. Uh, so welcome to the Commando Voice, where we release an episode almost every Tuesday. Sometimes when we forget or don't get enough interviews lined up or things happen, then we don't have it every Tuesday. And this episode is kind of a weird one. Uh, it is not your normal t- uh, po- uh, episode. Most episodes I do here, uh, I'm inter- doing a long-form interview with local businesses or people uh, in the area and talking about uh, what they do, how they got there. And uh, a little bit about the business, but that is not what today's episode is. In fact, uh, many of you may or may not know I have another podcast. Okay, so it's not really my podcast, but I am the host of that podcast, uh, and it is in conglomeration or in continuation, can, can partnership. It's a partnership. It's a partnership uh, with the Camino Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> and um, so I host that episode, but it is focused on things about Camino. It's called the Welcome to Camino Island podcast, and we talk about <clears throat> um, the episodes are a little shorter, uh, and they're more focused on topics instead of around the people that are uh, talking about the topic. So uh, we usually bring in an expert or someone that's been here for a while to talk about certain topics. So this one is actually going to be based on the holiday events. And the reason I'm reposting it to this podcast on the Command of Voice is one, I may or may not have recorded a podcast in time to get one out. And two, um, I did want to share with you guys that we had this other podcast. So to go check that out if you haven't already. Um, so anyways, all of that, but we have a lot of events that are coming up here in the Sandwich Commando area. So I did want to get that out because there are just so many going on. There's places to look, but you have to look in different places for all of them. So we thought if we consolidated them all into one little podcast, nice little package, you could get to more of them. So that is what we're doing. This is kind of a stopgap episode for me. I do have an episode coming out next week, so be stay tuned for that. Uh, Yeah, so I'm just going to jump into this now. Here we go. Here's a podcast about winter events in the San Juan Camino area. Welcome to Camino Island, listeners. Uh, Today I'm here with Jessica McCready, uh, who is the executive director of the Camino Chamber of Commerce. Hi. Um, Yeah, and so today's episode, we're doing a little bit different. uh, Well, we're not doing like interviewing another guest that's an expert in the field, Um, but we're going to be going over all of the events we have going on in November and December. Yes, holiday events. It's going to be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Especially considering where we are in the month. So, 
Um, yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of jump right in. Uh, I'll talk about the first thing just because it's happening <laughs> over at our yours. place. Um, but yeah, on the 4th of November, we are going to have the Taste of the Marketplace event. Uh, it's an event we do every year. It kind of kicks off our holiday house that we have. And we have free food, uh, which includes some of the items that we offer in store. But it also includes um, our head baker, Barry, was asking me, he's like, do you mind if we do experimental things Ooh. that night? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so we might have some fun things that we don't normally carry within the store that, you know, Barry comes from a long uh, background of chef and stuff like that. So I think he'll, um, you know, have fun with that. So anyways. So would those be things that if they're like received really well, they you might carry? Maybe. Okay. Um, I think there's some like simple savory things he wants to do mm. for it. Okay. Um, and then we've just continually tried to grow um, different pieces of the bakery that there, there's so many things that he wants to learn and mm-hmm. have people learn in the bakery, but we only have so much counter space. So, right. um, yeah, so hopefully he's going to get to try some of those out. Oh, um, right. There's going to be live music there. Um, Lydia Crouch from The Loft uh, will be doing a live painting. Mm. Um, so anyways, it's a free event, fun to come out. Uh, it's from 5 to 7 on November uh, 4th, which is a Friday. Uh, so just after work, um, people come by and sometimes they use it as their dinner, uh, but come and hang out. So yeah, that's really cool. I can't wait for some of these things to begin. It's, um, we were just talking before the podcast about how it's, we're sitting here in October and it doesn't even feel like October. Um, this episode won't launch until the beginning of November. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe it'll feel a little bit more like winter in <laughs> November. I don't know if we should wish for that or not. Um, but typically this, time of year, um, people are really looking for things to do, um, get out, especially when it's going to be dark at, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. um, usually a little bit rainy. So some fun, festive holiday events yeah. coming up. Yeah. So one of the ones that we are really, really excited about, um, is chili chowder cook off, which, um, we have not had in two years. Woo-hoo. I know. So we are calling this the 25th almost annual chili and chowder cook-off. Um, this is the biggest fundraiser for the Camino Chamber. It's a really popular event for people, and um, that is happening always on Veterans Day weekend. So that is Saturday, um, November 12th, from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock at the Camino Center. And tickets are on sale online now. Um, they're $15 if you purchase them online, and that's for 10 tastings of chili or chowder. And then if you want to purchase tickets at the door, they're $20 at the door. And we have tons of chili, tons of chowder that you can come and taste. And then one of the best things is people who attend get to vote on their favorite chili, their favorite chowder, and their favorite booth decoration. Um, We also have a big um, beer garden and with some, we're going to have cider this year from Camino Cider. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And wine and beer, um, and a fire pit outside with s'mores and live music, Fiddle and Squeeze, who are here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fiddle and Squeeze are going to be our musicians this year. Um, so it's a really, and a huge raffle that we're collecting raffle items, but we've got lots of really cool stuff coming in. So again, that's on November 12th from three to seven. One of the things that we do do for that event is um, because it happens on Veterans Day weekend, we let veterans or first responders who have ID in at half price so that veterans or first responders with proper identification 
can just come to the event um, and pay $10 instead of $20 at the door. Oh, nice. 10 tastings. So we just want to honor our veterans and thank them for their service. And speaking of that, the Veterans Day, there is a Veterans Day celebration the day before Chili Chowder, which is Friday the 11th at the Floyd um, from 1030 to 1230. And they're going to have music, coffee, cookies, local quilters. And there's also an opportunity to sponsor a wreath for the veterans um, at that event. And the deadline for that is December 17th to sponsor a wreath. So those are the Veterans Day activities or Veterans Day weekend activities, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a busy weekend then. (laughs) I know. All these weekends start to get really um, pretty busy. And then before we know it, we are into Thanksgiving time. Um, So the food bank does have a Thanksgiving serve. It's a full meal on the 16th of November from 10 to 3 and the 19th of November from 10 to 2. I know that um, I've brought my own kids to volunteer at the food bank. Um, They typically do get a lot of volunteers at the food bank during um, Thanksgiving, but they Mm -hmm. did say that they are really in need of volunteers at the thrift store during the holiday season and that anyone who's interested can sign up to volunteer at the food bank thrift store online. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, so we've got um, other things coming up. Um, I wanted to touch on, did we end up doing... Uh, oh, Shop Local, Win Local. Yeah, so we've got Shop <laughs> Local, Win Local, which is uh, in November as well. Um, do you remember the dates on all that? I do. Um, yes, this is an event that we started last year when we couldn't have Chili Cheddar Cook-Off. Um, and this will be our second year of Shop Local, Win Local, and it's from November 1st through the 15th. So thank you for reminding me that. It does overlap chili chowder. Um, But we have 19 participating businesses. And you can find a list of all those businesses on our website under the event. And basically, for every $20 someone spends in a participating business, you get one drawing ticket. And so if you go in and spend $40, then you're getting two drawing tickets. And you can keep going for those. There's no limit to how many tickets you get. You do leave the tickets at the business. Mm -hmm. Um, And then each business is going to do weekly drawings for prizes. And then at the end, we collect all of the tickets from all 19 participating businesses. It ends up being a lot of tickets. (laughs) Um, And then we're going to draw three grand prize winners this year. So we're going to have a gold, silver, and bronze level prize. And those prizes are pretty amazing. Um, They're full of gift cards from all local businesses. So perfect for the holiday season. Um, The event is designed to encourage people to shop local, but also to shop early to give Mm -hmm. those businesses some um, income coming in and shop early this year Yep. instead of waiting until December when you're all crazy anyway. Right. (laughs) Yeah. One with gas prices and everything going up, it's nice to get that influx early right. <laughs> with cogs going up. Yes, and you don't have to drive far if you're just shopping in Stanwood and Camino. Yes, for sure. Awesome. <clears throat> um, so the other thing that we have going on is on, uh, so this is at the marketplace again, um, we've got the Holiday Market. I forget if that's the name we ended up using or not, but it's something along those mm-hmm. lines. Um, but basically, um, we go out and reach out to a bunch of local artisans, um, artists, um, and just have a different offering upstairs in the marketplace. So it's going to be upstairs in the loft. Um, so we'll have a few different vendors that either we don't normally carry or that we carry, but we don't have as big of a selection. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the reason we kind of do this is to harken back to like the very first holiday house that my dad used to do. Um, how we got that started was talking to a bunch of different artists who were saying, you know, around Christmas time, they have no place to really like put their art up and sell it all. Um, so he worked with the art groups and some other people to get a holiday house put together where you could come, get a lot of local gifts, artists, things like that. Nice. Um, so that's kind of, and then eventually that evolved into the marketplace. So it was a year round thing. Um, but the holiday, you know, still holds a special place for that. So we want to add a little bit more to the marketplace during that time. So that's why we started doing this. Um, so we've got a, a handful of vendors and they'll be rotating between the weeks of, um, it starts basically Black Friday and it goes to the 24th so of um, December, so Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, so they'll, I think every week we change out some of the vendors. Um, so you can kind of come back every week to see a, a new list of vendors and, that are upstairs, so. Yeah, so that'll that be happening fun. at the marketplace upstairs from the eleven from November twenty fifth to Christmas Eve. Wonderful. So. Um, so we are kind of moving into in between Thanksgiving and Christmas right now. Um, the Camino Schoolhouse has a tree lighting. Um, it's called the Wonder of Christmas Annual Christmas Tree Lighting, and that will be on November twenty sixth from seven to nine p.m. And if you haven't been to the schoolhouse, it's a really special historic building, um, incredibly cute, and it's really beautiful with the mm -hmm. lights that they put on it. Um, so that kind of feels like the kickoff, right, to yeah. more holiday things. And <clears throat> Giving Tuesday is on November 29th. Um, that is a really interesting event that happens between um, Stanwood and Camino, and it's run by the Stanwood Camino Area Foundation. Okay. Um, and it is just for fundraising for nonprofits. So there are, I don't know how many there are this year, but I'm guessing like probably close to 30 different nonprofits that submit applications with certain projects that they want funding for. Okay. And Giving Tuesday is a day where people just donate all day, all day that day. Wow. Um, and they can choose different projects. They can donate to all of them. They can win certain prizes based on when you're donating. Um, it's really fun. I love watching the money. You know, you can look online and keep seeing, you know, who, what money is coming in and going to which organizations. Nice. Um, and, I mean, our nonprofits in this community are really important, um, mm -hmm. and they often are operating on very skeleton budgets. Yeah. So the more that we can give back to our community, the better on Giving Tuesday. And then Lights of Christmas. Have you been to the Lights of Christmas since they've switched it up the past couple years? I had not years? been to the drive-thru one. I, I actually, I think we were planning last year and didn't end up working out. But okay. I really want to go. Yeah, we went. Um, we've gone both when it was in person and then during COVID. For those of you who don't know, the Lights of Christmas, I believe, is one of the largest light shows in Washington State. Yeah. Um, it's amazing the amount of lights that they have out there. And during COVID, they transitioned from a kind of in-person walk around to a drive-through. Um, and I really love the drive-through. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It um, feels like you have your own little special like family bubble in the car. Um, yeah. You can still stop and get the, I think it's the cider donuts my kids are always wanting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we used to, or not used to, um, we went to a couple drive-through lights when we were over on the East Coast uh, when we were uh, over there. And um, 
we went through them and I was like, this is so much better. I mean, <laughs> it, there's, there's memories made in freezing your butt off yes. trying to see all the Christmas lights, mm-hmm. but it's so much more comfortable when you're just driving slowly. The kids get to like look out the window left and right. Yep. And, yeah. And you know, if it's raining sideways, you're nice and warm and toasty. <laughs> um, and your children are actually contained in a car as opposed <laughs> to, that's why I prefer to drive through. It's when my kids were little. Um, and there's a tree. I can't remember what his name is. There's Bruce my, the Spruce? Bruce the Spruce, thank you. Yes. Um, even as teenagers, my children love Bruce the Spruce. Yes. They're going to hate that that's out there in the world. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so Lights of Christmas is really another special event, um, and it happens a long time. So it'll start on uh, November 25th, run through the 27th, and then December 1st through the 4th, 8th through the 11th. 14th to the 23rd, and 26th to the 31st. So I would encourage anyone to go um, check out their website. You can purchase tickets online. Um, They do have a limited amount of cars that they accept per night now. So Mm -hmm. if you know when you want to go, I would book your tickets ahead of time. But that's a really fun... um, We always do Lights of Christmas, and then we end up going out to dinner somewhere locally just to make it kind of a fun holiday event. Yeah, it's it's a great thing. And they... uh, for those of you who don't know, they have to start that like near the end of summer, putting those lights yeah. up, and they're working on it all the way up until they they actually do the event. Mm-hmm. So it's an insane undertaking, and so it's so it's so cool to see it all. Yeah, and I believe it's almost all volunteers yeah. that operate that. So it's a pretty impressive operation. Mm-hmm. And then wreath making. So when we're now in the holiday spirit, um, Christofferson Farms on Camino has holiday wreath-making workshops on November 27th and December 4th. And this is an opportunity for you to go um, make your own holiday wreaths. You'll smell wonderful with all of the different things that they have to make wreaths and um, get to check out the historic barn as well at Christofferson Farms. Nice. So I think that's it for dis- or sorry November, right? Yep. It's a lot going on. Yeah. And that's just November. <laughs> that's just November. We haven't even touched on December yet. So here we go. Um, December, this is going to be a really busy weekend. So for all of you listening, um, that first weekend in December, just like plan on doing all of the things. Um, Old Fashioned Christmas at the Floyd is happening Saturday, December 3rd from 10 until 2. And the Floyd building is another great location for holiday events. Um, They're going to have photos with Santa, music, crafts, cookies. They always give the kids these gift bags that are full of lovely little treats for the kids. Um, And they decorate it beautifully in the Floyd. Um, So that's a really great event, especially for younger or families with younger kids, I would say. Um, Go and get that done and then come home and take a nap because... After that, you're going to come to the Camino tree lighting. Yeah. Yeah, so we have that going on at Camino Commons again this year. Um, we're going to do the first Saturday, so that same day, uh, so December 3rd. Um, and activity, uh, we'll have kid activities going on. Um, I know the Crouches, so Lydia Crouch, who runs the loft upstairs, um, they always do a little uh, activity for the kids to do. Um, we usually have extra things around. I'm trying to think of what we're doing and I forget. Um, but there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and hot chocolate, right? You yeah. Hot chocolate I think last there. year we were able to get, I think Windermere did the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else do we have? I don't know. We've got goodie bags that we'll be handing out to the kids and, um, a lot of the local businesses, you know, coastal, uh, his biz, um, 
I, uh, a few of the other ones also donate a little things, mm-hmm. putting a little gift bags for the yeah. kids. So, um, yeah, it's just a good time. Um, and then again, we'll have one of the local schools this year have do the music for the tree lighting. Um, uh, so we don't know, I don't remember exactly which school is doing it this year. Okay. Um, but we will have music, tree lighting, all of that. And, um, I'm deciding if we should buy a giant blow up thing or not. And <laughs> I'm being told no by many people, but anyways. <laughs> I, I might vote with them. Giant blow up. Did you remember the wind tunnel coming through here in the winter? Um, and have you decided how large the tree is going to be this year yet? <clears throat> we have a, tr- uh, we're going to order our tree. Um, we actually figure something out last year that we don't have to go cut down our own tree. Uh, Orchard's Nursery in town, mm-hmm. they take pre-orders for giant trees. Oh. And they will deliver, they'll go cut it and deliver it and everything. And wow. So, um, not get it stood up, I don't think, but they'll probably help, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so we're going to reach out to them um, and uh, get a tree from them because they're uh, those people are great. I yeah, like, that I makes like it them. a little bit easier. Yes. And then you can go cut down your own tree and have it like as yes. an experience. And and speaking of trees, um, for anybody who's new to the area, there are quite a few Christmas tree farms in Stanwood, mm-hmm. um, some of whom I do believe have closed over the past couple of years. But there's still enough of them that if you kind of drive back towards the highway, yeah. um, there's a couple tree farms, and I know moving from the East Coast, we thought that that was really cool, that you can actually, like, they're really growing in the ground, and you can <laughs> cut down your own tree, um, as opposed to going to, like, Home Depot and buying right. one, which doesn't seem as fun. So yes. um, do check out the local tree farms, or Orchards has them already cut and wrapped. Um, and I believe Orchards and Hagen's, if I'm not wrong, have the ones that you can replant. Mm-hmm. With the actual burlap the sacks. Ball. Yeah. yeah, the root balls, that's what they're called. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's an option, too. Um, and holly. I love the holly that you can find at some of the local mm-hmm. tree farms um, and buy that right, yeah. right here locally. And then that same, so we're still on December 3rd, the um, <laughs> crazy day of December when all things happen holiday. Um, light up your holidays is also going to happen, and that is Stanwood's um, tree lighting. They did not have a time set yet, but that <clears> will <throat> most likely be hopefully a little bit after Camino's. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to both, you can. Um, but that is sure going to be a busy day on December 3rd. Yes. And then talking about the food bank, um, again, they have a Christmas serve on December 14th from 10 to 3 and December 17th from 10 to 2. And they also have a Christmas house that will be a little bit different this year. It's operating um, at the old thrift store for the food bank okay so um the christmas house used to be in a different building but it's actually going to be all happening at the food bank this year and they have a coats for kids drive um they are looking for new coats if anybody wants to donate they specifically said that they need um male coats coats for males um in various sizes they have a lot of coats in pink and purple (laughs) um and so Various sizes of male coats that are warm. Um, maybe think about kind of what teenager boys would wear. That would be really helpful. And the Christmas nice. house does a great job supporting our community. Nice. Yeah. And then there's more Santa. Um, oh, you're going to have Santa, too. Did you say you were going to have Santa? So we are hoping to have Santa. Okay. We're okay, still sorry. tracking down a Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put it in here, and I was like, we're going to wait until we confirm to Santa. So okay. be on the lookout on our website and okay. social media. All right. Well, if Santa does not appear on December 3rd here, then you can certainly check out Santa on December 13th 
at Arrowhead Ranch. Um, this is Afternoon with Santa, which used to happen at the Camino Center. And this year it is a collaboration between the Camino Center and Arrowhead Ranch. Um, they always have really great um, crafts and decorating cookies, um, a beautiful setup. I think I heard that there might be reindeer out there this year. Cool. Um, so again, that is December 13th at Arrowhead Ranch. Uh, don't have a time, but I would, I believe that that normally happens during the week and it's after school, um, is when that happens. And it would be really, I'm sure the backdrop's going to be cool with Santa and the barn and mm-hmm. set up. It's such a there. cool area, the Arrowhead Ranch. If you ever go out there, it's a great property to mm-hmm. go around and yeah. So yeah. super cool area. If you haven't gone there, uh, it's worth it to check it out. And I'm sure they do a great job with decorating during that time mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah. And if they do have the reindeer, um, those reindeer are really cool. So I'm not sure if that's guaranteed that the reindeer are there, but I was really excited to see like live reindeer. Um, and then Santa again, will be at freedom park, um, on December 15th and 16th at the new building that is currently being renovated. Mm -hmm. Um, so Santa will be there December 15th and 16th from 12 to four. And, um, that anything fundraised from this will be to benefit freedom park. And pets are welcome if you want to have your pets photo taken with Santa on the 16th of December, again, between 12 and 4. So that building has taken a lot of work, I know, um, and it looks really beautiful with all of the new glass from Jack Archibald. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it would be kind of a neat backdrop for some Santa photos. Yeah. And then, not Santa, but Gingerbread House workshops. Yes. Um, The Camino Resource Center, I did this last year. It was really fun. Um has gingerbread house workshops. These will happen in early to mid-December. They take all of the hard work out for you because they actually pre-build the gingerbread houses (laughs) for you. Um, And they're, yeah, which is really nice. There's no like walls falling in, um, (laughs) which is what I've experienced when I try it in my house. And they're real gingerbread. Um, They're not kits. They are real gingerbread that is made by a very talented woman um, who has templates and she makes her own gingerbread and makes these gorgeous houses. And so then you get to come and just do the fun part where you put icing on it and the candy um, and the decorations. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Again, at the Community Resource Center, it is limited in terms of um, class capacity. So when you see it, I would suggest signing up for it as soon as possible. Yeah, and then holiday festivities. Oh, this is also at the um, Community Resource Center. They're going to have an open house on December 16th from 5 to 7. Um, Early evening full of holiday activities at the Community Resource Center. Everyone is welcome. Holiday refreshments, a hot cocoa bar. That sounds good. Uh, A holiday sing-along. And Santa will read stories to the kids and holiday crafts. So that's December 16th from 5 to 7. Nice. So many things. Um, is there anything that your family does, like, routinely, tradition-wise for the holidays? Um, let's see. Well, we do Advent every year. Okay. Um, so that's uh, reading every night. Yeah. Uh, we do the lighting of the candles. We do the, where you do the roll your own beeswax candles and oh, stuff. Um, so, yeah, we do that. That kind of helps. I don't know, I feel like that kind of helps, like, because you're so crazy during the day Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, with kids, you're with schoolwork and with activities and everything. So it's a nice centering thing that brings the whole family back, like, okay, 
we're just going to read a little bit and then we're going to talk about this. And, yeah. Um, so that's always, that's been a nice thing. Um, my wife started us on that um, probably four or five years ago now. Okay. Um, so that's kind of been one of our traditions. Nice. So what about you guys? Um, well, with older kids, it's, it gets a little bit, I don't know, you need more persuasive power to talk <laughs> them into things. Um, we always have a very big cookie making day, which is really fun. Um, we have tried again our own gingerbread houses from scratch. I'm, I'm not, I, I prefer to go to the community resource center um, and do that part. But we have um, a tradition of, of go, going for hikes in the winter. So usually after Thanksgiving, we start mm-hmm. doing that and just really you know committing to being outside in nature. Especially you know that shop small Saturday, we go and support some local businesses and then go out and hike in nature. Yeah. Um, and the other tradition that we have that I think came from my family is we use Christmas crackers, which okay. are not like the crackers you eat. They're um, they're British, <laughs> and they're the rolled things. Have you ever seen them? They have like little ends on oh, them. Oh yes, yes. And so you have them for dinner. So whenever we have kind of a holiday dinner or a special occasion, we have the Christmas crackers, and they <laughs> you have to cross you know right arm over the left arm and make a circle, and then you pull them, and they have little poppers inside yes. them, um, and then they have little toys, and then they have um, crowns. Okay. <laughs> they have paper crowns. Um, so everybody who comes to our house and joins us has to wear the paper crown, whether you want to or not. Um, and we did discover a couple years ago, there's actually a business up in Bellingham where you can buy the supplies. Oh, okay. So it's a cracker making business. Um, and so you can make your own, which is actually kind of fun because we can put our own little like jokes and toys in there. So nice. Yeah. And then, um, we adopted a tradition that I believe comes from somewhere where, you know, on Christmas Eve or a couple nights before Christmas that we all like go purchase new books and spend some time with chocolate and books. Okay. And quiet. No technology, just reading candlelight, chocolate, nice. and books. Yes. Yeah. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we don't get that forced upon us with how we're at it, just <laughs> stuff like that this year. But <laughs> Sometimes we actually, I shouldn't say this, knock on wood, we, do, we actually enjoy, you know, when that power goes out just for a little bit, everything yeah. gets quiet. It gets dead quiet. And you're like, yeah. wow. Yes. Children come out of their rooms. All of a sudden you <laughs> see them. Um, you know, board games. I mean, I th- the winter season here can be hard. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lie. It can, I, I mean, it's gorgeous outside right now and it's October, but um, it's, so weird. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Um, it can get to be long days, right? When yeah. that sun starts setting really early and yeah. it's cold and rainy. Um, but I do find that if you can kind of embrace it and, you know, if it's family game night or if it's just, I don't know, knitting. Yeah. Um, to try to slow down yeah. a little bit. I do enjoy the, like, I enjoy wearing coats or jackets or sweatshirts mm-hmm. or something. So I like the weather that's in that fall period where mm-hmm. you can always be wearing a coat and right. you don't have to worry about it, taking it off or anything. Um, yeah. So I do enjoy that piece. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, it, you know, through the holidays, I never really mind the weather. It feels kind of festive and you have like twinkle right. lights out and the tree and everything like that. Yeah. It's when like mid-January yes. rolls around <laughs> that you start thinking, when is it going to change? But luckily, we have Glass Quest. So yeah. while we're talking about holiday events, I will tee up Glass Quest. Um, is happening in February for 10 days, I believe. It is the 17th through the 26th. It always starts the Friday before President's Day weekend. 
I think it's President's Day weekend, um, which is a four-day holiday for mm-hmm. the schools. Um, and it goes on for 10 days. So, again, that's a great opportunity to get outside, yeah. <laughs> even if it's snowing, which it always does during Glass Quest, apparently. <laughs> um, get outside, enjoy our parks, go visit our local businesses, support them during the month of February, which is typically a really hard month for right. local businesses, um, and just enjoy our community. So yeah. stay tuned. But Glass Quest is, Glass Quest is on the horizon. <laughs> it's like winter is coming, but Glass Quest is coming. <laughs> Glass Quest will save us, yes. Oh, awesome. Um, Yeah, I think that's everything for the episode. Uh, Is there any last things? I don't think so. All these events should be posted on our um, website, which is CaminoIsland.org, under local events. So if you are looking for holiday events, these by the time this episode launches, all of these will be on our calendar. Um, But just enjoy the holiday season. We have a lot going on here. Yeah, and stay safe out there, especially if it snows or anything. Um, you know, our last episode was about safety here mm-hmm. during the winter. Uh, so be sure to refer back to that and just be safe out there. Yes. Know your alternate route home. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go back to the last episode. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brandon. All right. Awesome. And Islanders, we will talk to you on the next one. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Command of Voice, and I hope to see you at all of those winter events. Um, I do have a few links in the show notes of the Commando Chamber page as well as the Discover Sandwich Commando page. Both of those have some event calendars. Not all of them have the same ones. And the ones I mentioned for the commons, uh, those will be here. Uh, sign up for the newsletter if you aren't, because that's probably the best way to hear those. Because, again, I forget to put those on Facebook or a website or any other place that we should technically be putting those. So that is my fault. But I uh, hope to see you at all those different events. And thank you guys for joining us. Thank you.